Unstoppable Success Radio, episode 152. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. My name is Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned business growth strategist, helping entrepreneurs around the world to make six and seven figure leaps in their business. Each week, we bring you multiple episodes designed to help you go further faster in accomplishing your goals and dreams. Now let's get down to business. You are listening to Unstoppable Success Radio. I am your host, Kelly Roach, and I am super excited to have the fabulous Joe Calloway here. Welcome to the show, Joe. Hey, Kelly. Great to be here. Awesome. Let me tell the audience a little bit about you, Joe. He's a leading performance expert with a client list that reads like a who's who in business. This includes companies from Coca-Cola to Verizon, Cadillac, and American Express. Joe is the executive in residence for Belmont University's Center for Entrepreneurship and is the author of not one, not two, but six books on business success, including Becoming a Category of One, which received rave reviews from the New York Times, Retailing Today, Publishers Weekly, and many others, and his latest book, Magnetic, The Art of Attracting Business. As a part of a successful startup company, Joe serves as the Director of Business Development and Strategy for Gilson Boards, a snowboard and design and manufacturing company that's based in Pennsylvania. Another Pennsylvanian just like me, Joe. And he's a member of the International Speakers Hall of Fame. So wow, first of all. Um, So excited we could have you on today. Anything else you want to share uh, before we get started here, Joe? No, except that if you listen to me talk, you'll notice it's not a Pennsylvania accent. I was going to say <laughs> that. I'm actually in Nashville, but the snowboard company is up in Pennsylvania. Gotcha. I was I, That was one of the questions I had for you. Okay, so there's so much here that I am so excited to dig into that's, that's really going to add a ton of value for our guests. I, I almost don't even know where to start, but I would love to hear a little bit more about Magnetic because, you know, I think entrepreneurs today many times struggle to differentiate themselves. They struggle to position themselves in such a way that they can start attracting clients instead of chasing them. So I would love for you to share a couple killer things that you teach or share in the book that people people can put into play right away and, and just share a little bit more behind the book itself. Sure. Well, you just nailed the core concept when you said, how, how do we attract clients and have them and customers and have them come to us instead of having to go out and chase them? Because I work with a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of startups, a lot of small businesses, and one, you know, just never-ending challenge and opportunity is how do I grow my business? How do I get customers, keep customers? But here's the third step, Kelly, and this is really what the book Magnetic is about. How do I get my existing customers to help drive new customers to me? Mm-hmm. And that that's really what the book is about. And that is, is uh, in today's marketplace, that's where most new customers for any business that's where they come from, mm. is recommendations, positive word of mouth from existing customers, which has always been the uh, the most powerful factor in buying decisions is a recommendation or positive word of mouth. But now there's this new factor that totally changes the math, and that new factor is called the internet. Mm-hmm. And so th- what the book is about is creating, number one, an awareness and then a strategy and tactics 
to create customer experiences that are compelling to the point that you get your existing customers to drive new customers to you. And it's actually an approach that, that a lot of very successful companies of all kinds have used. And the, the book is example rich. It's, it's not just a, this is a good idea. It's, this is how it works. This mm. is how they're doing it. I love that. That's beautiful. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure if we surveyed um, our, our listening population that 10 out of 10 entrepreneurs that are tuning in today would answer yes to the question, would you like or could you use more referrals in your business? So I love that. So, Joe, give us a couple, you know, a couple keys that you believe must be present in the customer experience if you want to get them to start referring people to you. Well, here's here's the, what I think is the key to it, Kelly is, you know, people in every business say, okay, gang, let's go out there and give great service and make our customers happy. But that's, that is such a general wish, such a general idea that it really doesn't do much good. And what I've seen companies do that works extremely well is this approach. What are the three things that we have to do all day long, every day, and if we do those three things extremely well, certainly if we do those three things better than our competition, then we will create not only happy customers, loyal customers, customers that will spend more with us, but customers that will go out and say, you know what, we used Kelly for that, and, and she was absolutely terrific. And that's the, honestly, that's the kind of word of mouth that is driving the marketplace today. Mm-hmm. But, but it's a real key to get specific. And the reason I use the number three is because three is just a darn near magic number. I mean, it's effective. People can wrap their heads around three things. You can't wrap your head around 14 priorities, but you can wrap your head around three. And so, the, and, and in the book, we give lots of examples of how that works. That's perfect. I love that. And I completely agree with you. I think I've probably covered that topic on this show many times. You know, I think many times one of the biggest things keeping entrepreneurs stuck is that they're trying to do too much, right? It's like you have to have a set of priorities that you can manage, that you can go long and deep with, and that you can actually monetize and generate results from, right? You really can, and I tell you, you, you hit on something. I'm gonna. I give a lot of speeches to to uh, corporate groups and to small business owners and entrepreneurs. I'm giving a speech tomorrow to a group, and here's a question I'm gonna ask them. There's gonna be 250 uh, business owners in the audience, and I'm gonna say, how many of you find yourself saying this on a regular basis? You know, I think I'm making this way more complicated than it needs mm. to be. And Kelly, every hand in the room will go up, mine included. Mm-hmm. But we, we, what we think is, if I, if I want to grow my business, I've got to do more. No, you don't have to do more. You have to do the most important and do it extremely well and do it with absolute consistency. It's, it's not the, the people that do the most that succeed. It's the people that do the most important and do it consistent, consistently and with excellence. Oh, I love that. That's beautiful. And I'll add to that that I truly believe that most of the time 
that is tied back to the basic fundamentals and not necessarily one-off, very complex, new, hot strategies. Many times it, it's those it's executing those basic fundamentals really well with intensity and consistency that will take you to the next level. At least that's been my experience. Well, I wrote it. My previous book was called Be the Best at What Matters Most. There and you it go. Was, <laughs> it, it was a, it, yeah, it was about exactly what you just said, which is – and here's the thing. In the last, oh, I don't know, 10, 15 years, people have gone crazy looking for wow factors. Oh, I've got to have a wow factor. And and along with that, a lot of people have the absolutely mistaken notion that the way to win in the marketplace is to be different, just to be different. Well, look, you can wear a funny hat and mm-hmm. be different. Mm-hmm. Here's, when, when companies say to me, how can we be different? I always respond with, well, try this idea on. What if instead of different, you were better? Mm-hmm. Which is the ultimate different. Yes. And, you know, as far as wow factors go, the, the most powerful wow factor in the world is to have your customers saying, wow, these guys get it right every single time. Yeah. There's wow factor. Yeah. No, beautiful. I absolutely love that. Okay, perfect. So this is this is really giving some some good stuff here. So let's talk a little bit about social media. I mean, obviously, in the last five years, that's that's all the craze with everything. And social media is an important part of building your business. But I know one of the things that you talk a lot about is, you know, that when it comes to social media, it's not so much about what you say about yourself. But what do you believe those keys are to actually leveraging social media to success? in your business. Well, and let me say right now, I've already been on social media this morning, you know, putting some ideas out there. And so I'm a, I'm a huge believer in in the potential power of social media. But, you know, I post g- good ideas. And the thing is, I don't post things telling people, hey, do business with me. I'm really good at what I do. I post something of value and hopefully something that'll start a conversation. But infinitely more powerful than that was Monday when I was given a speech in Washington, D.C., and during the speech, one of the senior executives tweeted, along with a photograph of me on stage, Mm. Joe Calloway is knocking it out for us in Washington today. Mm -hmm. And then there were, after that, a couple of more tweets from people in the audience, idea from Calloway. Like you just said. There you go. Idea from Calloway, win on the fundamentals. And listen, what these other people say about me has way more influence. Oh my gosh, I went on I went on the internet this morning. I'm looking for a new set of Bluetooth headphones. And I, I went on, I went on Amazon and every single headset that I looked at, I would say, okay, this has got four stars, but it's only got three reviews. Whoa, this one's got four and a half stars and it's got seven hundred and twelve. Mm-hmm. And I went there because if the world is telling me these are great headphones, that has infinitely more influence on me than the company telling me that they make great great headphones. And so it all comes back to what are we doing that will spark our customers to say these guys are really, really 
good. Yeah, no, I love that. And I think a great kind of practical everyday example, just like you shared there, I mean, you, you're going to make a purchase. I know I'll do the same thing. I'll post on social media and I'll say, what do you recommend for this? Or what do you recommend for that? And certainly when I go on Amazon or go on online to buy something, I mean, that's how I make my decision. I read the user reviews because I don't care what the company said about it. I care what the people using the product say about it. Um, so I, I love that you're bringing it back to that. And I think we all do that. But then sometimes we don't think about how people are judging our business and making a decision about whether or not to work with us. Sometimes we don't think about it from that perspective when it comes to our own situation, right? Yeah, I think that's exactly right. And you know, you mentioned something that's happening more and more because this isn't just a retail thing. There, I mean, I see the people that I'm on social media with all the time doing what you just did, but it'll be in terms of like, hey, do you guys know a company mm -hmm. who, who, who can help us, you know, whatever it is? And then here come the recommendations rolling in. You've got to be good enough to be at the top of the list of the recommendations. That's exactly right. And, you know, I, I always say, you know, when someone's referring your business, your product, your service, whatever the case to someone else, they're quite literally putting their reputation on the line and potentially their relationship with that person that they're referring you to. So I think there's a lot more depth to that that we all need to understand as entrepreneurs than just the face value of, hey, I wish I could get more for my business. And, and you know, the, a classic example right now of a company that, number one, has disrupted an industry by making something simpler, not more complicated, and number two, has half the world telling the other half of the world how great they are, is Uber. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you'll be at a meeting, the friend will say, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call, uh, I'm going to hit my Uber app. You want to ride with me? Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, do you use Uber? Oh, mm -hmm. I, I love Uber. Well, that's why Uber is growing. Exactly. It's because everybody's saying, I love Uber. They've made it the simplest thing in the world. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I love it. Okay, this is great. This is great. So I do have some questions for you. So I love the fact, Joe, that first of all, on one side of the house, you're like this international speaker. You're working with all these major corporations, obviously top brands in the world. Um, you're writing all these books, but then you're also a part of this snowboard company. So tell me a little <laughs> bit about how all these things tie together because I love that. I don't know that they do tie together, except that, uh, number one, I, I'm fascinated by businesses that work, that do well, and I'm always looking for, for opportunity. And I was approached a couple of years ago by uh, someone who, who was a, a mutual friend. I was friends with this guy. He was friends with a guy named Nick Gilson who had just started Gilson Boards, a snowboard company. And he said, you guys ought to meet. And so the three of us sat down, and Nick, who was about, I don't know, 26 at the time, uh, was telling me about th this kind of revolutionary snowboard design that they had and how it was catching on and how well they were doing and that they were looking for investors. And so I invested in the company. I invested again. I invested again. And now I'm part of the family as their uh, uh, advisor on business development. But it, you know what? It's just... Uh, the thing is, Kelly, my job is to study the marketplace and to to keep up with what is working, not just for the big corporations. Actually, I do more work with small and medium-sized business owners or and businesses uh, in general than I do with the, the Fortune 500 these days. But I'm always fascinated by, by new ideas 
And you know what? When I invested in Gilson boards, I wasn't investing in the snowboard. I was investing in the team. Mm-hmm. I, be- I believed in Nick. I believed in those people. And Kelly, they could have been making or doing darn near anything. Right. And I, because I was investing in them. I'm, I'm just such a believer. And they're all in their 20s. And they're all just killer talented. And um, so that's what won me over was I was betting on the people. I love it. I love it. And I think the the longer that you've been in leadership, the more that you realize when you find good people that you're exactly right. It's not so much about what those people are doing. It's it's those people that are going to make it successful no matter what it is. And I, I think that's great to tie it back to that. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about the fact that you're in the International Speakers Hall of Fame, which is simply amazing. So congratulations on that. Um, I think we probably have some people that are listening to Unstoppable Success Radio that would love to get started, um, you know, building their speaking career and maybe mm-hmm. adding to that to their current business. What are some recommendations that you can give on getting started speaking and building your speaking career and actually connecting with some people that, you know, can use um, someone in your niche or field for that service? Well, the, the number one thing to keep in mind is, is value. You know, 20 years ago, you could get in this business and it was, oh, she gives, uh, she gives a really interesting, entertaining talk. Uh, and it's rare that that's enough to get you in front of an audience. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. The, the audience is saying, have you, what have you got that I can use? Yes. Now that's not to say that there's not a place for, you know, a, a great humorist, uh, or somebody that's got a, a purely inspirational story, but come on, laughter and inspiration are things that we can use. More more common, though, is the business speaker who brings something to the table that at the, that the end of the speech, the people look up from the notes that they've taken and they're thinking, I'm going to go back and do this stuff right now. Mm-hmm. The, these are ideas that I can use that can make a difference. And I tell you, the way to get the word out there, there has never been a more word of mouth business than the business that I'm in. I get my jobs because of people that say, well, we had Callaway come in for our uh, annual meeting and he just, he just knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what gets me business it, because it's, it's a very word of mouth driven business. And so get, get clarity on what your value is and then you go out and you do it for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you really do. You, yep. you do. Uh, you know, I will still do an occasional free presentation. I did one about six months ago, Kelly, for the Nashville Downtown Rotary Club. Well, the Downtown Rotary Club is full of CEOs and owners and senior VPs. And it's funny, it's coincidental. I booked a job yesterday from somebody who was in that audience. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it was like making 200 sales calls Mm -hmm. in 30 minutes. And and I love what you said. I mean, obviously you're about as advanced as it comes in terms of uh, being a keynote speaker and someone that's leveraged, you know, this success that you've had as an author and and a business leader for so many years to get speaking engagements. And I love the fact that you say, you know, you have to get out there and do it for free because I think so many people are hesitant to kind of put in that, that, 
that hard hustle at the beginning um, and not see that immediate return on investment. But you don't always know um, during your your action that you're taking how the dots are going to connect in the future. And I think it's really important to have that perspective and realize it's the person that's sitting in that audience that tells the person at XYZ Corporation that then calls you a month later because – you know, they they need a speaker, right? I, I've gotten six jobs from that rotary speech. And and I rarely I rarely do a free speech, but I knew who was in the audience. Mm-hmm. And here's the way to think of it. If you're just starting out, th- honestly, think of it as look, if you're in front of fifty people, the, the, you you doing your speaking in front of them is better than making fifty sales calls on them. Oh, because absolutely. They, they actually can see. And what will happen if you're good what will happen is people will start to come up to you afterwards and say, hey, we've got our all-employee meeting coming up in a couple of months. Uh, would you be interested in, in doing that? What's your fee? Boom. And that I'm telling you, that's where it comes from. That's where it comes from. You get out there, and if you're good, the market responds. I love it. Perfect. Okay, no, that's great. So let's take it back for just a moment here, Joe, to your other book, Becoming a Category of One. And what golden nuggets can you share with our listeners today around that topic and, again, how they can stand out in their market and, and really get their business to take off? Yeah, the, the the big idea, Becoming a Category One was my first book. We Back in 2004, we did an updated edition, I don't know, I guess about four years ago maybe, and it is still my bestseller uh, mm. to, to this day. And the idea there is, how do I differentiate? How do I separate myself from the, from the competition? And here's here's the fundamental question that I ask people. I say, this is the toughest question in business, bar none. Why should I choose you instead of one of your competitors? Mm-hmm. And people say, oh, well, that's not that tough a question. Oh, don't kid yourself. Yeah. That's, that's the <laughs> toughest question in business. And here's why. Because when you say, because we really care about the customer right. and our people are the best and we give great service. The customer, the potential customer is sitting there thinking, well, that's funny. That's what all of your competitors told mm-hmm. me. So here's my advice. Here's something they can work on today uh, that everybody listening can chew on. What is it that, that you are willing or able to do that your competition is not willing mm-hmm. or able to do? Or what is it that you and your competition both do, but you do it better and you can prove it? Mm-hmm. Because if you can't answer either of those questions, I have no idea why I should hire you instead of them. I love it. And I think it's so important. I love that you're pointing that out in very black and white terms here, Joe, because I really think that's a problem. I think that, um, you know, people have those those answers of we provide great service or we do this or we do that or, you know, whatever the case. But but that same answer they're getting from everyone else. So, no, that's not going to work. And, and I love I think that's the best, most concrete answer that I've gotten um, that, that I'm really excited for people to hear. It's about what can you do or what are you able and willing to do that your competitors are not and boom then you have a rock solid tangible something that you have to talk to your you know potential clients about instead of the same fluff that they're hearing from everybody else that they realize is is a sales pitch or just you know a a checkbox that you're you're kind of marking off in the conversation right 
Well, and you know, here's a concrete example, and it's very much a value example, but if somebody said, okay, give me one difference between Southwest Airlines and everybody else, I'll give you three words, bags fly free. Mm-hmm. There you go. I love it. <laughs> Everybody I love else it. charges for checked luggage or the second check bag, and Southwest does it. It's it's that simple. Yeah. I mean, it, and that, that, that's a really simple example. But you, you're right. You've got to have these. You've got to have something concrete. You've got to have something where the customer, the potential customer, goes, "I get it. Yeah, I get it. I totally see the difference." Because if you don't, then you're a commodity. Then, then you look like everybody else. Yeah. No, perfect. I love it. No, this this is fantastic. So, you know, obviously you're really strong in the area of helping businesses to differentiate themselves and to really stand out in their market, attract clients instead of chasing them. I think it's really, it, it's coming down to really building a brand of substance, right? Like yeah. a brand of substance. Um, so... I would love to hear from you, Joe, like what are some of the things that, you know, you think about when you think about building your own brand? And obviously you help a lot of small business owners and entrepreneurs as well as larger companies to do the same. Like talk to me a little bit about what brand means to you and how you help others to focus on on improving the quality of their brand. Yeah, the, 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 a couple of key things to me, one I've already mentioned, which is value. You, you've got to deliver value. And then number two, and this is a characteristic of every successful brand that I know, it's certainly something that I try to do. And and here's the thing, Kelly, this is a slogan for everybody, but I'm talking about the ones that really do it. And what I'm talking about is, do you get better at what you do on a continuing basis? Do, I mean, and, and I, every, listen, if you say to a room full of people, how many of you believe in continuous improvement? Every hand goes up. And then my question is, okay, uh, yesterday was Wednesday. What did you do yesterday that made you better than you were on Tuesday? And that's when I get a bunch of blank stares. Well, look, you've got, I'm working on a presentation for tomorrow. That presentation is going to be better than the one I gave on Monday. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, my business is so competitive and my competition is so good at what they do. And I guarantee you they're getting better. Mm-hmm. So I've I've got to get better just to stay competitive. Yeah. Much less pull ahead. And I get better going back to what you said, what we agree on. I get better on the fundamentals, on delivering the core value because if I win there, I win. Beautiful. There's, there's a saying that I heard, I love it. Buzzers and bells wear off usefulness never does. Ooh, I love it. You know what I love, Joe? I, I, you know, because I always talk about the fundamentals and that's what's missing in business today. It's all the, everybody's going for the wow, but no one's focused on what's underneath. Like where's the tangible value, right? And I love that you're getting at this stuff today because I think people need to hear this, right? Here's the deal. People say, I got to find the right cherry to put on top of the cake. And I'm saying, look, I'm all for the cherry on the cake. (laughs) Nobody loves a cherry on the cake more than me. But my better than that, think about this. What if you made a better cake? Right, 
Right. Ah! Yeah. No, I love it. I lo- like, I'm sitting here laughing because I know we, we both know what we're talking about here. So, um, no, that that's great. It's that that's phenomenal. Um, so you know, anything else? I would love just some life lessons from your story, Joe. Obviously, you're an incredibly wise person. You've had a broad range of experience. You've you know done a lot in your career. Um, give some general advice to the listeners of Unstoppable Success Radio to kind of wrap this all up in terms of their pursuit of higher level success and next level results in their business? One would be what I just said, which is get better. Another would be that I'm telling you, you you talk to people that have been around the block a lot like me, and I don't know that I'm that wise. I've just been out there, you know, smacking around for a while. And (laughs) here's a lesson that I think a lot of people would agree with as you get older. At the end of the day, it's all about relationships. And and that's true in business. It's also true in the rest of your life. I'm telling you, treasure and build and protect and cultivate great relationships with great people. Don't work with jerks. Don't hang out with people you can't stand. Don't let anybody toxic infect your life and your world and your mind just uh, learn to say no one of my favorite sayings is warren buffett and he said the difference between very successful people and successful people is that very successful people say no to almost everything and what he means is they've got a clear focus on what's important and they, they say yes to the important things and the important people in their lives. And they say no to the things that are distractions and will get them off track. That's right. And it's less is more, right? It's absolutely less is more. That's beautiful. Okay, Joe, so this has been a fantastic interview. It has seriously flown by. Thank you so much for everything that you've offered here today. I know there's people that want to learn more about you. They want to connect with you. They want to, you know, get something that they can use to get to their next level of success. Where's the best place for people to get in touch? They can get everything just at my website, which is my name, joecalloway.com. Callaway is C-A-L-L-O-W-A-Y. There's a great blog on there because I have other people that join me on that blog besides me. Um, There also, ooh, this is fun. Go to the videos page, scroll all the way to the bottom, and you can download for free. We used to sell them as a set for 500 bucks. Now we give them away. 21 short videos that I did. They're like a minute and a half, two minutes each. And you can use them in your meetings. You can use them just to look at yourself and get some good ideas. But you can download those. Again, it's the videos page on the website. Just scroll all the way to the bottom, and there it is, and you'll see how to get it. But you can find out everything about the books, about my speaking. There's videos on there. It's all at joecalloway.com. Awesome. Thank you so much, Joe. And we'll definitely include uh, that, that as an extra note in the show notes so that people can check out that video series. Thank you so much for that. So that is a wrap. Thank you, everybody, for being with me for this episode of Unstoppable Success Radio. Joe, you've been an amazing guest. Thank you for everything that you offered. Well, it was my pleasure. Thank you for having me. All right. And until next time, I want to remind everybody to dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen. Thanks so much. 
Thanks for listening to Unstoppable Success Radio. And if you're not already a member of my private email community, I want you to text the word IGNITE to 44222. Text the word IGNITE to 44222 to get all the resources, trainings, swipe files, and tips I only share there. If you're not already a member, all you have to do is text IGNITE to 44222 to get in on all the action. Thanks so much.